This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, my talkers, we are hanging out with Julia and our special guest host, Stephanie Hansen from The Weekly Dish. If you're a fan of The Weekend Shows, you might know this song right here. Stephanie Hansen hanging out with Julia here for the next hour of this show. So let's sit back and enjoy the two of them. Okay, so so um, Stephanie just told me something. So we, we had a common friend, Candace Sapelsa, and she married Mark Sapelsa, who used to work here at Channel 5. And he was we an all, anchor for many yes, years. And we all worked together at the Twin Cities Reader. It was kind of our first big job out of college. And so she just told me that her niece, Grace Lear, who was on American Idol, what, two years ago? It was during COVID. During the mm-hmm. COVID season. I and remember. also, she was an American Idol's junior kid. Yes. Oh, okay. There was one season of that. And she is now touring with Ava Sapelsa, Candace and Mark's daughter. Oh, wow. Isn't that a small Isn't, world? So her niece is touring with their daughter. Da- that is such wow. a small world. Yeah. that line met, you know, from how many years yeah. back? It's to just, that. and That's I crazy. saw the this thing come across because I follow Grace on Facebook and I was like, wait a second. Ava Sabelsa? Yeah. Isn't that wild? <laughs> it's a small world. Oh but my that, gosh. I mean, those gals in Nashville trying to make it and Hunter Girl who was on uh, American Idol this year with the guy that won whose name is going to escape me. I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. It's always all. a cute guy that wins and always the girl should have won but didn't. Right. More well, you know, girls um, vote. You know, Kelly Clarkson is getting her um, Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Mm -hmm. And um, she was supposed to get it in 2021, but because of COVID, she didn't get it. And she is being um, presented by Simon Cowell. Oh, that's nice. Yes. And she she actually, when Simon Cowell got his, presented it to him. So all these years later, you know, the 20th anniversary of her being on Iowa was over the past weekend. And she just said, wow, wow. It feels like a lifetime ago, but it feels like just yesterday. Mm-hmm. And Simon just said, you know, Kelly just had it. Oh, yeah. Um, she had a hell of a voice. And what oh. she can do is she can sing every genre. Yep. No, one, I have more Kelly Clarkson music that I paid for than anybody else. Yep. Best voice out there. I, I and, and she also has an amazing sense of humor, personality, and charisma. And so he just said, I don't think anyone, when she did her first album, was prepared prepared for how great she was right. or how successful it would be. And then she went with the old guy that always does the thing before the Grammys. Clive Davis. Clive Davis. Thank you. Um, and remember they had this big fighting. Yeah, he because wanted she to wanted do, to write her own music. Yep, and he, he wanted, wanted her to do her song. So the second album she never really liked, but there were some good hits on it. And then she went on on her own. She's got nine of her own albums. Kind of like Pink. You're right. Because Pink explored a lot yes. of... Uh, People telling her what to do, how to act. You need to be this. You need right. to be that. 
great. You're right about and, that. And, and especially even with Kelly, with her image, there was so much of that with her image in the beginning of her career that they, they wanted her to lose weight. And she just said, screw it. I'm going to be who I'm going to be. We wanted you to date the gay guy and make a movie with him. Yeah. Remember Justin, Justin Garini? Yeah. yeah. It was, it was I mean, wrong. It was, it was really wrong. There was the a lot of stuff going on, but he said he wishes he would have known about her because he found out she was going to be on The Voice after the fact. But he says, I love my America's Got Talent crew, but she has guessed, you know, sat in and he said she's amazing. But anyway, her divorce album's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. I heard this song and maybe she didn't write it, but pieces oh, about yeah. and, and I was like, is that about when she met her now complete jerk of a husband who was I think it is about him. And like she had obviously a fractured relationship with her own father. Yes. And then ended up with this creepy just manager user, give me all the money guy. Yes. And now cannot get rid of him. And now it's the father Brandon. of her kids. Brandon, yes. Who lives in Montana. And his dad, who just uh-huh. basically fleeced her. Well, he fleeced Reba McIntyre too. Because yeah. he was married to Reba. Was it pieces or piece by piece? I think it's piece, piece by, by piece. piece. That's okay. such a great song. Okay. That's wanna, a great song. Well, Grant, see if she wrote it. Okay. I'll look I've got the song here. I'll see if she wrote I heard it. it and I just was like, I love the song, but I was getting oh, so creeped out song. thinking, is this about the creep? Oh, I see. You know, you years think later. More about the words. I never think of the words. I just think if I like it. Oh, it's a great song. Peace by pe- I know. Yeah, yeah, she talks about how she learned how to love a man that's, you know, not trying to Use her, make her anything that she's not. And oh. Yeah. Oh, she's got a it's oh, some of her ballads. Thing. Well, this is she still works with her lawyer and her music director. And Jason Halbert is um, has worked with her since 2003, right after she won Idol. And he collaborates on the Kelly Clarkson Soul Show. He um, is uh, part of the studio's band. He serves as her longtime touring group manager. He's responsible for arranging all the Kelly Oki songs. So she is a loyal dog. She is loyal to these people. And I think that thing with Brandon crushed her well and she is also renewed for 2023 and she's one of the few talk shows led by women that yep. are coming back ellen is done now yep. and um sherry shepherd is debuting but we I don't have amy wendy sedaris. williams anymore no i love amy sedaris but i don't think i would love her on a whole show she's too add mm-hmm. but she was on watch <laughs> what happens like live last night great guest oh, oh great follow on instagram fo- too oh, right we're gonna catch up with her at five but i i have a newfound love for someone in this I world i've never I even heard listen. of her oh i just went back and watched all of her david letterman stuff she is just everything you want to be Oh. Strangers with candy, and oh. you should read her brother's books oh. too about their family. And... They had a messed up family, David but it's Sedaris. very entertaining. It really is. All right, we got to take a quick break. I never told you about the show that hasn't ended. We're going to get to it at some point. <laughs> we can do it in like four thirty. I think. All right, fine. Yeah. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. My talk. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, so we have a lot of random randomness for everybody. Um, one of the things I read today that I'm interested in is this story. A rare birth. A woman 19 gives birth to twins by two fathers having to, after having sex with both of them on the same day. Whoa. Okay. Ha. Huh. Ha. She's been left surprised <laughs> after she gave birth. And um, medics in Portugal 
said this would be the 20th case ever of of this thing called hetero parent parental super fucidation. Okay. <laughs> okay. That last and it's when um but here's the quote that I just thought was really fun. So she's raising the boys and she has twin boys, you know, and so it's 8 months later and she she just said um you know they're healthy boys, everything's fine. And she said well while the boys are similar, she had doubts about their paternity because they might have started to look completely different, like maybe this. And she said, because of this, when she was eight months old, she took a paternity test, the result being positive for just one of the kids. And so it was then, this is the line that got me, and then I'll move on because it's probably really bad. But it just no, I, love it. I can't wait. I feel like we're on Montel or not, uh, you know, like you are <laughs> Jerry Springer. Yes, yeah, yeah. Springer. What do we got? What with this line. Just crack me up. It was then that she remembered she'd had sex with two men on the same day. <laughs> it was then. <laughs> that she, and they were brothers. Oh. No, they aren't brothers. Oh, okay. They're not related. The oh, kids. The kids she are. Has Got two, it. She had twins at the same birthday. And different spermies. Different, different sperm and different But it was then, eight months out, when she started to question <laughs> things that she remembered. Oops. Ding. So she's with one of them. <laughs> And he's probably questioning the attorney. And it was then I remembered, oh, oh, yeah. oh that was a busy Tuesday. <laughs> Do you want to hear something else weird that's kind of like I'm this? So, I just, that line just made me laugh. No, okay, yeah. It's because we've all been there. I, we've yeah. all had sex with two different guys in one day. Or at least the same weekend. You know. I'm not, no one's listening. No one's listening. No, this I really will lead can't us even to the say, I don't think I have or have, ever, or have ever, done that. Ever, oh, But I know God. people that have. But the bachelorette would lead do. us, that we're going to that after this, but tell me. <laughs> okay, so two twins ladies met and married two twin brothers oh i know this oh i yeah and they had both pregnancies that they got pregnant not on the same day but like they both had two sets of twins within like a two-week period okay Mm -hmm. they all live in the same house Okay. Like they are raising these four children. Are they children. identical? Aren't part of them identical? They all looked alike to me, and they—I don't you know. Imagine, and they're, but they—and they're raising them all together, which seemed kind of cute and yeah. fun because you could live with your sister. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And like, sure, because yeah. it'd be like having a sister wife, sort of. But then you'd have like that annoying brother-in-law in your house all the time. No, but how annoying is he if no. he's like half like your husband? Right. Yeah, and I know sisters that have married brothers. Yeah. Huh. Uh And they all live together and they're raising the quote that they had was like, we're raising them as siblings, Mm -hmm. not like cousins, but like siblings. See, that's where you that's where it goes wrong for me. (laughs) Too much closeness. The brothers, the brother sister aspect of it. Draw the line. You can be cousins, but you're not brother and sister. So let's but let's move on. Okay, so the bachelorette's on last night, right? Speaking of people having sex twice Uh, in a day. And um. And it's Rachel and Gabby, and they're trying this test where two women are the bachelorettes, blah, 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 blah. So it's fantasy suite time. And and I didn't watch it last week, so each of them have three guys somewhere in uh, Riviera Maya. And um, so it was interesting to me to watch the men's reaction to the women going to fantasy suites with someone other than themselves. Mm-hmm. And do they go and have sex? Uh uh. Yeah. I mean I think one of I think Rachel had sex with three different men in a week. 
Ew. And so people, you I know, couldn't be with that person. No, I no. know. So, so Ew. but this happens. Men do this all the time. I know. And if it was a man, I'm not saying men are so women. We are, so if it, the bachelor does this all the time and the girls don't go, I can't handle this. I can't handle you. So both teams, let's say team Gabby and team Rachel's guys that really like them are upset about it and are like, how can you do this? Yeah. So yeah. it was it's kind a double of standard there. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's interesting. So here is Jesse Palmer because I thought this was going to finally be over last night. And this dreadful <laughs> experiment of having two bachelorettes at the same time is just not good. Here's Jesse Pine- P- Palmer acting just like Chris Harrison. Here we go. Hey, Jesse Palmer here. Now, look, I know you're all expecting to watch the end of that dramatic yes, we were. ceremony in Mexico right now. And I know you're all very anxious and yes, eager I am. to find out what happens next. But unfortunately, totally. <laughs> you're not going to see that tonight. And I'm very, very sorry for that. Things have just been so emotional. They've been so dramatic for both Gabby and Rachel that we felt it was right to take a moment and to prepare ourselves for the shocking events that are about to take place. Events that are going to change both Rachel's and Gabby's lives forever. Forever. So next week, we'll all watch the most emotional finale in Bachelorette history. Of course And it's going to take place right here on this stage live and we felt it was best to wait until both rachel and gabby and their men could be here to address all of the drama and of course we'll have a live studio audience and you will all bear witness to the crazy controversy that's about to ensue so take some time take some time get yourselves ready get ready to prepare yourselves for the most shocking finale of all time here's a sneak peek i'm i'm serious I'm serious. <laughs> I'm seriously I'm, interested now. I Bear was witness. so mad because Jeff and I watched House of Dragons, which we're going to talk about the third episode. I and, watched it too. And mm-hmm. then, and then I'm like, he's like, I got to go to bed. And I'm like, I got to watch this. And he's like, I can't sit in the car. And I'm like, all right, I got to watch this. <laughs> and I was so thinking we were done. The boys were so, the men were so dramatic. The girls were so dramatic. And I'm like, how? This, how? This reminds me of back in the day when a sitcom would do the to be continued for the oh, half right. hour. You know, yeah. it's like I wasn't expecting my sitcom to be have like this monumental emotional, emotional, for emotional an, arc. An ending. Yeah. yeah. And we had it was a two night bachelorette, so it's not until next Tuesday. So anyway. it's really a three night. <laughs> right. And he was back on the Warner Brothers set. Yeah. In California. That man has a lot of frinkle frinkles. Those <laughs> those are I like freckle wrinkles. That's a great new word. I have frinkles on my hands. Okay. (laughs) Sound like tasty pickles, but. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. 
Download the new Bumble now. Oh, they're Frinkles. Oh my gosh. But he doesn't have Frinkles, but he has a lot. I like that word. I'm writing it down. That's my book. Combining word Frinkles. Frinkles. <laughs> Combining words. That, that would, would be a good book for you, Julia. I have oh, so many. That would be a great, you know, coffee table. I mean, frustrated I have, is one of I my have faves. them all. I have them all. <laughs> my friend Shannon has documented the show for 20 years and do- sends me things on them. <laughs> lists but Frinkles that was a good new one but he has so many freckles Jesse Bomber I never noticed that before mm-hmm. yeah this video you can see it, yeah. I'm anyway, a freckly girl this and Gabby you know I just I just oh maybe I'm just so messed up do you think they knew that this I mean you think they'd have to have known for like advertising and setting this up or do you think this was like a real true like last minute flip of the switch well it doesn't matter because it would have been like you said it happened three months ago there you go so So this has already happened yeah yeah and i'm trying not to read spoilers because i really want to ride this out to the end but i'm done (laughs) you'll be watching next week and done season five or the season finale episode five oh yeah it'll be split into three different parts and the new (laughs) fashion by the way if you want to know um for southern travel if you're going to mexico Mexico or to the Caribbean or Greece, the Greek islands or Croatia, is a dress with like, um, you know, kind of like a, a mallet bikini top, kind of an, a larger one that twists in the middle and then has a cutout yeah. of an t- upside down triangle and then the skirt's attached and it's attached by strings in the back. Yeah. There's a lot of ugly fashion out right now. Yeah. <laughs> if, if these poor gals trying to look like Laura Ashley in 1982. It is not Laura Ashley. I don't it even is, know. It's it not is. even Little House on the Prairie. It no. is ugly Ugato. Oh, no. It is. That's <laughs> <laughs> all it is. Just because ugly. Because that's a new word, Ugato. It's ugly <laughs> Ugato. I it's love just... it. We, with that, we got to go. We'll... All right. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us today. Stephanie Hansen is sitting in for Lorene, who is in Gay Paris. You go to the Laurie and Julia Instagram, you can see a couple pictures of her. And Stephanie, you said she sent you some of the food she's eating. I got a picture of French <laughs> onion soup and mushroom risotto. Oh, yeah. And said for you only. Oh. For you, for your eyes only and everyone else. Okay, so last night was finally the opening night of the person who should have opened Funny Girl when it reopened after 50 years on Broadway, Leah Michelle. Um, she's been training for this job for her whole life for this role. And she finally, finally did it. And in the crowd were Ryan Murphy, Jonathan Groff, Zachary Quinto. Um, a lot of people she was with in Spring Awakening. And she had four standing ovations before the first intermission. Wow. And it was just everything. The reviews, you know, Funny Girl started off on such a negative foot, hiring the wrong person. Uh, Bernstein, what's her first name? Bernie. Bernie Feldstein. 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 Which I feel sad for her. It was a wrong she's role. she's great. She's great. It this was a wrong just, role. Yeah. It was a wrong role. And then, um, really, it was just, Ryan Murphy actually talked about, and he did Glee, and he's done mm-hmm. all those other shows. He said he created Rachel on Glee in the first place with Michelle in mind after the two bonded over loving funny girl at a dinner in LA, in LA. Wow. So he created that part for her. Um, we don't know why Michelle didn't get the part in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, it's just ridiculous because they have had so much behind the scenes stuff that I really want to go watch a good friend of mine's um, family member does PR on the show mm-hmm. and has, 
just said no comment to every single question she's asked her for him for the last six months. No comment, no comment. But apparently there's a behind-the-scenes books that would tell us everything that went down from Jane Lynch was wrong in the role. So anyway, it's a... um, it's very, very, very exciting. I'm so excited for her, actually. Yeah. I'm so excited her for her. She was wonderful. I hope they do a cast album. Oh, no kidding. You know, because it's I fun to just those. listen to the music. That's and cool. I'm probably... I still listen to the first one. Well, well of course you do. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm still dusting. watching What's Up, Doc. See, that's such a oh, good one. I love that movie. Isn't that funny? It's hilarious. These shows are the so good. But anyway... They loved her. They loved, 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 loved her. Um, when she took her bow, she was in tears. Thank you so much. Um, I think it was great. Yeah, no, if you want to check it out, it's just, there's a video out there right now of all the celebration and, and the, the you know, the ovations, and we posted it to the Low J Show page. There's not a lot on there other than her coming out and accepting it and kind of taking a bow, but you can feel the moment. It felt really, I mean, and this is not my alley, as you know, but right. I've, I've watched this now a few times today, and you got to admit, she must have had the crowd based on how they're reacting. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, she's great. And she she's a Broadway. Great. I mean, she and just screams Broadway. Yep. She screams Broadway. Mm-hmm. It is weird. I don't. It is weird. And we didn't know the back and forth. But like, I remember 10 years ago, we were talking about her wanting this role. She's wanted it her whole yeah. life. And, and it's weird that they cast someone completely different. Uh-huh. And, yeah. and not even at all like her as a persona or a person or... Um, I think Bernie Feldstein is super talented. She mm-hmm. was great in Booksmart. Oh, I love Booksmart, and I've got a story about that. Um, you just wonder. I mean, the musical chops aren't there just because they're not. They're and not. No offense. You um, need that if you're going to play Barbara Streisand. Yeah, you, you in her think? iconic role, you need Should someone who can one. sing. Number one, you'd think. Yeah, oh, you'd I'm think. So, <laughs> I want to go back and see it. Okay, so speaking of Booksmart, the movie. If you've never seen it, great movie. Okay, Olivia Wilde directed. Florence Pugh and Bernie Feldstein start in it, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, um, all the stuff that's the drama with Don't Worry Darling, with Florence Pugh not doing any of the press except for the red carpet. I love it. With Harry Styles dating Olivia Wilde with an overlap in some other situations with Olivia Wilde being called out, how she threw Shia LaBeouf under the bus. Um, now, here's the latest. Um, <laughs> she said, Florence Pugh said she was in love with with Olivia Wilde before Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. She said it was like working with Olivia Wilde on um, Booksmart. We were so drawn to each other. She was as fearless as as you are on your own, on screen and off. I loved her. I loved her. She was so great. And so she was so excited to get this role and work with her again in Don't Worry Darling. And so she just goes on and tells you that Immediately, when Olivia Wilde and Harry were all over each other on the set, when she was still in a relationship with Olivia Wilde's, you know, baby daddy's Mm -hmm. best friend, that was painful. You know, it'd be like watching one of us, Mm -hmm. you know, being at camp and your husband is all over someone else, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're witnessing it and you love your husband and you love you. And you, you know, so I think that was the teardown, and it's just, it, it's bad. That the whole love is bad. lost in that relationship, unfortunately. Due to, you know, and some, and and in my eyes, I kind of, I'm not saying I agree with the whole thing, but like Florence and where she, what she's taking it and the stance she's taking it, just how you guys described it, I can feel for why she feels that way. 
I'm torn. I believe in. I believe Florence Pugh. I'm also wondering if this is all just like a, a giant PR, PR no. campaign. Mm-hmm. That's a good call. You can't go in that far. You cannot go in that hardcore. But Chris Pine, Chris was Pine Harry is spitting on He's, Chris Pine, who's trying to look like Brad Pitt. That could be. Yes. That might be a little silly. Chris Pine is not into it, is basically what everyone said. He doesn't want the drama. He doesn't give a hoots patoots. He'll show up. He'll do the stuff. Mm-hmm. But I he could... he was high on edibles the whole time, everyone said. <laughs> he did look stoned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looked like he was definitely high as a draft, but yes. But oh. I, I, I'm with you there. I think that a lot of this is a lot of marketing and to do about, let's, let's get us talking about this movie, building and up. And we have been right. talking about it forever. Forever, and to the point at, at nausea. But this part, I believe, with the friend and the relationship part, I don't think that that's made up. That seems too deep okay, and too connected then, to be made up. I'm just going to go out here. Then oh, Elizabeth, yeah. Olivia Wilde has got to be a real creepy person because... She really was caught lying about the Shia LaBeouf relationship. Right. Now you hired a man who's had a massive amount of personal problems, who has not been able to really get it together for some time, who's a super talented actor but yep. has addiction problems yes. up the wazoo. Mm-hmm. So you hire this guy. That's not working with your lead actress. You're trying to like make nice with both of them, but you get caught, yep. and he is not acting crazy. He is sober. He is trying to yep. practice. Yes. At, Get his career back. Right. <laughs> and you're saying, oh, you know, it was because of this, that, and the other thing. He calls you on the carpet. I don't know. I'm starting to get creeped out about Olivia Wilde. Same. Oh, 100%. As 100%. soon as that video came out, I was like, you lost all credibility. All credibility with this And situation. why didn't she just say, you know, I'm the director. I've got two character actors here that I love both of them. That, and we're just not able to make this movie work. That would have been nice. Mm-hmm. But she didn't do that. She just threw Shia LaBeouf under the under bus. Under the bus. To the point where he had to defend himself because he's already persona non grata in Hollywood. Right. If and he wasn't what, such a good actor, he'd already be done. Right. Yes. And that's what he said. Well, and think about it, too, with defamation. I mean, he's trying to, re- like you said, rebuild his image, rebuild his career, and then he gets so-called fired, which she said, which wasn't true, which makes people look, well, why did he get fired? He never got fired. You know, it, he could technically go down Sewer. that route. He could. And need we remind her, like, Jason Sudeikis had to serve your papers on your movie set because you were so good at avoiding them. Well, there's two sides yeah, to she that. Says, or he says he didn't know baloney. Yeah, baloney. Everybody knew. And the only person who is never at fault, who never does anything bad, is Harry Styles. Is Olivia Wilde. Oh, right. It's oh, always yeah, just right. all these things have happened to her. And so I will just and good for Harry Styles. I mean, I don't care who Harry Styles wants right. to have sex with, but, but I would be Style wondering about her can't as a woman. Stand it. His Harry. Well, I mean, they it's fine. Stand it. I just I'd wonder if I was him. You know, first of all, people having affairs it happens. It's not great. Right. It happens. Right. Yeah. But now you have it. have this affair. Now you have the person who's lied and besmirched someone else's character. Now you have someone who's been acting not in a great friendship way with this Florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. Like, the checks just keep adding up. I agree. 100%. <laughs> yeah. And she says bad things about the father of her children out loud. You're right, Julia. And that, and that might be number one number reason not to like her. That's why I can't ever accept it. Angelina Jolie, the same thing. I don't yes. care how much you hate Brad Pitt. Do not. Nope. Do not. Publicly, never. It's wrong. Nope. And then I think there's something wrong with the women. In these two cases. And, and if it was a man saying it, I'd think something's wrong with him. Yeah, yeah. but we are a little sexist, probably. Because the women is the one who always is left holding the bag. Yeah, but in this one, I'm sorry. Other than Jason, you know, 
giving her those papers at that time. What else has he done to kind of smudge this situation? I don't know. She Nothing. continues. Olivia continues to pile on with everything. And with Brad Pitt, I mean, they're still not divorced. Oh, it's, it's gross. Ooh. Yeah, because now they're fighting over Miraval. Yeah, it's yeah. gross, and she's suing him for. I just and the whole thing that came about him well, pushing her on the and, plane. And she wanted that to come out. She Again. wanted, of course, Again. of course. Yeah, because and that's had, the father yeah. of her children. I, I just can't. Whatever. I feel Look, like we need to do an Ann Tressler commercial right now. I know. Well, <laughs> your kids come first. That's what she always says, and that's why she's great at her job because it's yeah. the best advice for people going when you can't stand your partner. You love those kids. And by the time all the dust settles, because we're both from divorced parents, I had a very uncomfortable Thanksgiving once with all of my parents, all lovey-dovey with their new spouses. It was fine. It was uncomfortable as heck for the kids, but we were adults. You'd be adults. We had had a lot of those. You you, you just do it. It was actually kind of nice to have my mom and dad in the same place again. Yeah, it gets better over time. But the first one, I was like, oh... Yeah. Boy. Okay. Here we go. Everybody's getting along now. Right. We got to go. We got to take a quick break. When we come back, I cannot wait to you um, let me know what you think of Joan Collins and Bethany Frankel's comment for Hollywood Speak. One of the things that happened last night on Watch What Happens Live, which is back, and um, in the in uh, the little studio was um, Regina Hall, who's about as funny as funny, and um, Amy Sedaris. So I was just laughing hysterically. But at one point they were asking him, you know, um, honk if you like this, honk if you don't like that. And one of the the second questions was honk um, if you're all in for Meghan Markle's new podcast. Crickets? Nothing. Oh! No one even honked. Because even moving forward when they didn't like someone, oh, good for them. They really like doing that. There was nothing. And so... Um, here's what I want to say though. Okay. Cause I watched the tennis match of Serena Williams final match supposedly before she retired. And I watched it in a bar at night and I wanted you to be there so bad Oh, cause I know nothing (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I've never watched tennis before. And I like, it kept like, I thought that she'd win and it would be done. And then there'd be another set or something. Like I had no idea what was happening. Yep. And I just couldn't understand why it wasn't ending. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it did end and she was done. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just was like, okay, <clears throat> I am interested in the topic of what they're talking about. Okay. I am interested in the idea of really spending time with some of these accomplished women to Absolutely. understand them more. I just don't value Meghan Markle very much. As many don't. I just don't. Let me tell you what Bethany Frankel said today. Oh, wow. Because oh, Bethany's going to love this. Because if Bethany, Lori was here, she'd be having a fit. A no, conundrum. I'm not aware of this. A but conundrum. she has agreed to the point that she might not be the, the best person in this role to be a podcaster. She has agreed. Okay. We can never forget how, how horrible they were. To her, we yeah, can never yes, forget that. But true. she, oh, I has, can forget it. She's I a can gold too. digger. Has been since she <laughs> right. met, fed eyes it. on Harry. Okay. She was a okay. yacht girl. Okay, love it. Okay, so here, let me just tell you. Um, so Bethany Frankel, who was, you know, we all know Bethany. She she shoots from the hip and says it as it is. But and she, is probably one of the most successful women in business today. Yep, absolutely. She believes Meghan Markle's a terrible business person who is bleeping up her life after Meg said. She said that she, um, the Duchess of Sussex, is painting herself into a corner. She's a terrible, terrible business person, strategist. She's playing checkers, not chess, 
because she's overplaying her hand and she's painting herself in a corner, becoming a woman without a country. She goes on to... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Explain that um, she was able to get out of a terrible situation in the UK, but is bleeping it up because of her methods. And here's the interesting thing, because she said that she had spoke badly about Meghan Markle before the Oprah Winfrey um, interview, sit down and thought it was a terrible idea and blah, blah, blah. And some very A-list friends told her, begged her to take it down. So here's a little more detail on that because we didn't know. This happened to me too with Lori. Because I was not Team Megan even before the Oprah interview. I think she ruined the monarchy. I do too. I think she Harry separated is separated these two brothers. By something. I, I agree with you 100%. Some people have blocked. Lori and I have Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. We will never agree. Meghan Markle and the monarchy. Prince Harry. Yep. We just won't agree. I'm with you. So you just agree to disagree. But so here's what Bethany Frankel says. I remember talking about this before the Oprah interview and was getting death threats and losing major deals and having many A-list people text me and saying they agree with me secretly. But then friends of hers text me, please take down what you said. She says she is the most polarizing person, and um, she just said it's crazy that she what she has done, but she has slammed her as the fairly unknown actress. Now, Joan Collins, Dame Joan Collins, said this on Good Morning Britain today, or yesterday. She was asked, because she's promoting a new musical film. I don't, I'm called Tomorrow Morning. <laughs> okay. And she was asked about any thoughts because the Duchess of Sussex, Sussex, I can almost say. Sussex. Is over there. She was giving a speech on gender equality at the Young One World Summit in Manchester, England. And she was asked about her thoughts about the Duchess right now. And she, and here's the dame. Who could that be? I have no idea. Do we need to give them any more oxygen? Mm. They oh. have, when you think about it, and Lori's so upset that they don't have um, security and blah, 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 blah. When you think about it, she destroyed a family. Mm-hmm. She destroyed a family. Mm-hmm. And granted, they treated her not the best way, but they are an old staunchy firm, staunchy firm that had rules and regulations, and this is the way it works. And it always takes two to tango. Like, 100. it wasn't like just right out of the gate, everybody didn't like Meghan Markle. She earned her status, which mm-hmm. is to say. And and here's the unfortunate part, and I'm not a royal, so I have no concept, but... Are you sure? When you look at Let's Prince look Harry, at <laughs> <laughs> I I really have a sense that they are very isolated and very 100%. sheltered, and that they don't tra- trade in the world very much. No, nope. and she did, mm-hmm. and is pretty calculating person, and had been really successful at the things that she'd set out to do, and so I don't want to say that Prince Harry was duped, but I also he feels naive to me. Very, very naive in real world life. And now you have these kids 
And no matter what, you still are part of this tradition, part of this monarchy, part of this historical record. He doesn't have any of his friends anymore. None. No, I know Nobody. that. Nobody. She cut him off from and everything. And none of his family either. No, I think that's criminal. So here, I will just go on to finish what um, Dame Judy Collins said. Um, Joan Collins. Um, she said, the co-host asked her on Good Morning Britain, um, later suggested Marco was over at the moment because she took exception to be called the diva by Mariah Carey. And and Joan Collins goes, oh, really? I think it's rather nice to be called a diva now and again. I mean, it's supposed to be a compliment. So funny. And she is a diva, too. Anyway, I just, I think, yeah, we're on the same page. But it's just, it's, it's we all have our blinders mm-hmm. in certain areas. Mm-hmm. And we just agree to disagree on this one. And she could. I mean, she she's could. got all of the agency. She's he, got the platform. She's got stabbing all of them these in the things. I know. She and, could heal it. She could, and she could just be a bigger person. 100%. She could just be above it and do the things she wants to do, tell the messages she wants to get out there. If she wants to advance women and women's causes, then do that. But but also... Do it by your actions, not by your right. words. Of, right. Yeah, Love just you. do that it. That was great. Perfectly said. Oh, but anyway... Oh, man, that was a good compliment. And if Lori calls me when she comes home and yells at me. No, don't don't you worry. We no. di- we disagree no, on this all the time. We, I know. We were on the air together, and I was like, oh, the, oh the evil eye. And then oh. yeah, she said afterwards, we are not talking about Meghan Markle again. <laughs> I was like, well, don't bring it up then. That's I say right. that when she talks about Angelina Jolie. I say, we are not talking about that again. Moving and, on. And, and again, just- look at Angelina Jolie. Like, I, Brad Pitt. You know, obviously he's an addict. He's right. in recovery. He's right. trying to find his, his right. way. But if you just keep doing this same crappy behavior, it's sooner she or later you smell a fish. Yeah. The yeah. fish is rotting. Oh, clean there up the fish. Go. Clean up the fish, the stinky fish. People, if they tell you who they are, believe them. And if they show you, believe them. And if they keep doing it, believe them. And why would a mom want to be so mean to the mother of someone of your the dad of your children i don't know i mean that's to me i don't yeah because she was dumped by him yeah you're real mad yeah apparently anywho we have covered a lot we're gonna that whole segment's gonna disappear into the vault (laughs) i loved it i hope you don't put that in a replay it's going to when laura gets back i have executive orders over this show (laughs) my name is on it that's true uh yeah i'm just teasing we'll be right back this is laura 